Yo, welcome to the Average Buds Podcast with Devin and Kush. Today we're going to be talking about how little actions have big impacts and why you don't deserve my fucking smile. I got a text, well, like a Facebook message from my mother-in-law. No, not my mother-in-law. My stepmom. So your stepmom. Yeah. Okay. Your dad's wife. Technically. Yeah. Technically stepmom. I've never called her my stepmom before, but that's but just she the, is. Yeah. That's the easier easiest term to identify her as. And it was from yesterday and uh there my dad's living out in BC now. Recently moved. Oh, yeah. A month ago. Where at ish. Not a clue. Hmm. Small village. Just cause? Uh for work. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh but so she sent a fucking Facebook message and was like uh, my little sister is six years old mm-hmm. and she was trying to beat my my wee bowling score your wee bowling score okay. yeah so in back in the day we went out to victoria for like a vacation i guess you could say yeah it wasn't really a vacation like we just went and, i guess you could say it's a vacation okay we just went and chilled with uh christina's side of the family and whatnot and they had a wee so you know me just fucking Popped racking off. up the high scores. <laughs> I don't know what a good wee bowling high score is. I don't know. But yeah. so I've got a I've got a wee bowling high score on there. We out in Victoria of two twenty five. So I'm fucking sick to start. And two, um, so Sophia's trying to beat my which is my sister, is trying to beat my two twenty five now. <laughs> She's not even fucking close. It doesn't matter. She's at <laughs> the picture that Christina sent me was a one twenty one. That's yeah. like, you got a long way to Some go there, beta kid. shit. Yeah. <laughs> but it got me thinking because I was like, I asked when I recorded that record because I didn't fucking remember that I even did that. Yeah. Like I had no idea. So I asked Christina, I was like, oh, like, when did that happen? Yeah. I had no idea. I didn't even remember playing Wii when we were out there or whatever. Yeah. She was like, 2013. I was like, holy fuck, seven years ago, I recorded that record. And my sister's six years old. I recorded that record before my sister was born. Yeah. So I'm kind of getting towards the idea of... You're old as fuck now? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm getting towards the idea of how people can impact somebody's life Mm -hmm. and not know it for years. Or you impact somebody's life and they remember it for years or whatever it may be. But it was kind of like, it was cool. Cause it's like, she was fucking, she was, a, I don't even know if, well, she was probably conceived, conceived but yeah. she was in the fucking, she was in sentience. She wouldn't, she didn't have yeah. sentience just yet. Yeah. yeah. yeah tw- seven years ago. So she's six and now she's trying to beat my bowling record that I didn't even remember. So I was kind of thinking like, what else have I done? Like just in my lifetime, not necessarily a record, to affect others. To affect others to the point where it's still like happening today or that it's like somebody thinks about it today or whatever it may be that I would have no idea. That's actually still that's happening. still happening, yeah. right? Like they could, if they didn't send me that photo and never mentioned to me, I would have never known that. I would have never remembered even that I had that record on a fucking Wii from seven yeah. years ago, right? Yeah, that's an, uh, that's an interesting parallel that you've drawn from that. That's that's cool. I, I, I can think of... A big example right off the bat, and I'm not actually sure if you can relate to this one because I'm not sure. Was your dad? Did your dad uh, immigrate to Canada? Or was he born here? Is he, he first born, gen? He oh, so you're second gen. Oh, that's nuts. Okay. Um, well, my my point was uh, based on the idea of like what someone else is 
so what someone else does to impact us now. Mm-hmm. The idea that my parents both left yeah. India, right? And they came here, and I don't think about it at all, almost ever, uh, but thinking about the sacrifices that they've made so that I could live here and how different it would be if I wasn't born here. I couldn't imagine. I don't think I could ever live in India, to be honest. That'd be pretty crazy. It would be fucking nuts. Um, it's funny, actually. When I was a kid, we went there for a vacation. It was my only time there. It was my first time there. Yeah. And we stayed there for like four or six weeks. It was a long time. It was in the middle of the school year, too, so I got to miss a bunch of school. Um, but we went there, and I had fallen in love with it so much to the point that I had asked my parents to enroll me really? in school there. Crazy. And... Um, and, and how that would have changed everything, too. Because I think I was just infatuated with the fact that I had so much family there. Yeah, yeah, that's um, always nice. Yeah, but any, anyhow, so try not to get too far off topic, but, you know, that's that's an impact. But the other thing that comes to mind is, like, what what are some of the things that I might have done in high school to change the course of how some other kids kind of behave? And, and I know that sounds confusing, but when I was in grade 9 or 10... Um, and, you know, things that the grade 12 kids did, I kind of respected and followed. Yeah, you kind of yeah. emulated what they did. Yeah. yeah, I saw photos of certain students. Um, we had, like, photos of all of our um, sports teams through yeah. our hallways kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, we had the same thing. Yeah, and then, like, in, in any of the studios or whatever, like, major, like students that had a major impact on the, on the programs or teams of students had photos up. Sure. And I remember multiple times kind of taking a certain photo aside from way before I was even in high school and then talking to a teacher about who those kids were. And a lot of those times, the teachers had some really nice things to say. And I think that affected me indirectly because I was like, oh, shit, like so-and-so person did this. Now I want to do better or I want to be on this wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I have something not quite but pretty similar mm-hmm. in the fact that our coat for football at Notre Dame was very traditional so like traditions were very held in place right we did the same thing every game day whatnot but he would also be very traditional with his numbers so he would give certain positions Mm -hmm. and certain really good players or star players certain numbers so anything that was a single digit number if you got it and you so basically let me rewind a bit here as a junior so grade 10 Mm-hmm. You didn't get to pick your number. You just were given you one. You were given a number. Okay. And then moving forward, if you were, depending if you were starting or whatnot, you got first pick on what number you wanted. Mm-hmm. I got given 15 when I was in grade 10. Mm-hmm. And for lack of wanting to have a bunch of different fucking numbers all over the clothes that I was buying, I just stuck with 15. Through high through school. To grade 12, right? Yeah. And I don't know if this is a direct correlation, and I haven't been to many games, like after graduating but i went to a saint francis notre dame game which is a pretty big deal it's like huge, a yeah. huge rivalry in in calgary for football and the safety was wearing 15 and that was the position i played so i don't know if they've continued that on if it was just a coincidence or whatnot but if they did that's pretty fucking dope right and that's something that i would have never known and that like that maybe i did have an impact on and I would have, yeah, I just would have fucking never known. It would have been crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy to think um, 
all of the things that we decide to do or don't do um, can leave a crazy impact on the generations behind us. Whether I mean, it doesn't even have to be people that we directly know, right? Like certain famous people out there, I'm sure, have left like immense impacts on us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is weird. It's crazy to think that I think fitness culture is a big thing right now, especially in our generation. And I think a lot of that, in a, in a, to a certain extent, comes from like famous people, man. Think so? I think so. Like Dwayne The Rock Johnson's a big one. He's like the most followed man in the planet. He's also grosses the most like money through movies over the last couple years or whatever. Yeah. And he's a fitness freak and, and he, he promotes that. In addition to like a lot of actors and actresses, right? And I feel like what they decided to do on screen has impacted a lot of people off screen. Maybe not as generationally, maybe even more immediately. Because if you if you go to the movie theater and you see some guy or girl kind of like looking a certain way, and you kind of want to look that way, it can it can leave an immediate impact where it's like, okay, well, I want to look like that now. Um, but there are people out there. I don't know Arnold Schwarzenegger. Think about how many. But I feel like I'm, I'm gonna go against your no, point that's here, fine. Yeah, yeah, is I feel like people will already be predisposed to that. So somebody will be working out already and maybe like be thinking about, like, you know, like what could I do with this? Then they'll look to like an idol like that, right? True, and because like personally, I've never gone to a movie and seen some fucking ripped guy as I'm fucking slurping down my large coke with a fucking, fucking large, popcorn. large popcorn. With yeah, all that butter. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I, I'm not thinking like, wow, that dude's fucking ripped. Maybe I should work out more. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm more into like the movie. I'm not looking at the individual. Yeah. Not necessarily saying that I wouldn't recognize individual performances because you can always see like bad acting or good acting, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Yeah. But I don't look at them like physique wise. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, 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 I can agree that not everyone would, but I do think there's a lot of people that go in, specifically females, but a lot of people that go in and they see someone else do something and they're like, fuck, like I want to look like that because, um, you can, you kind of have this preconceived idea that because someone looks a certain way, you want to be like that person. Yeah. Um, because they get certain attention or whatever the case is. But regardless, like, I think that there's an impact. It just depends on the person, right? Are you going there to watch the movie or what kind of movie is it? Like if it's an action movie and the fucking hero doesn't look a certain way, then are you thinking about that? Is that a problem? I don't know. Stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a big, I'm a big Matthew McConaughey fan. I'm a fucking massive Matthew McConaughey fan. And man. like, I, uh, I would never, I watch his movies, mm-hmm. you know, and I have a good time, but I don't ever like look at him and be like, wow, I wish, I wish I could be more like Matthew McConaughey. I don't know. I feel like watching a Matthew McConaughey movie, like there's been times where I'm like, fuck, I wish I looked like that. My God. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, like and I feel like <laughs> really? there's a, there's a lot of dudes out there that it's like, you see a Matthew McConaughey, he's kind of different. Cause I actually think he's like all together up here, like in his mind. He seems to have a decent amount of wisdom. Um, if you've ever watched any of his, like he had a graduation speech at a university once. Have you ever seen that? No, I don't think so. Beautiful words, man. The man can, the man knows how to speak to a mass population. But my point being is that I, I do think like it, once you start idolizing someone, it's kind of like, yeah, fuck. Like I want to, I want to be that dude. Forget about, forget about adults. Kids will watch cartoons okay, well, yeah. and be like, oh my God, I'm trying to be like Naruto Uzumaki, bro. Yeah, you're doing that right now. Dog, of course I'm doing that right now. <laughs> the thing is, I find with real people, real <laughs> live people. Like adults. Is um, 
you'll it, it's more through social media so you'll find somebody you'll be like maybe you'll be like yeah they look good in this film so you'll go look at their social media but that's where the real like the real stands come in like the real fucking like i want to be that person fans yeah and like idolizing really comes in because if you just saw them in movies yeah it's not as easy to be like yeah that person lives like this every day whereas now with social media we're in their everyday lives you know what i mean i i agree with you in the sense that it definitely has a lot more impact on us because not only do you go like you go to the movies you watch dwayne the rock johnson you see him in the movie then you come home and your fucking instagram feeds full of it if you follow them or whatever or if you idolize that person yeah but we're thinking in the terms of our generation, right? Like two or three generations ago, man, like someone's going to release a movie, even like in the Matthew McConaughey generation, like his earlier on movies when he was in his early mid twenties, yeah. people idolized him and fantasized about him or whatever. And there was yeah, a social media, right? Yeah. So I think it's like, I think it's generational. I just think now with social media, it's just a lot easier to get like bombarded, man. Like, um, I kind of relate that to sports cause I feel like social media kind of keeps me on track with what's happening with sports a lot better than feel like it used to be um in the sense that my newsfeed is all sports and memes most of the time right well, so yeah, i'm like yeah. constantly on, to- on top of things whereas i think i don't know before it definitely wasn't like that but yeah i don't know i mean it's easy it's easy to look at the famous people and it's, be like yeah and be like how have they left an impact yeah. but have you ever been laying in bed and like thought of something stupid you said to some random motherfucker like three years ago and you're like fuck I don't know if I've thought, like, I've sat in bed and thought about the impacts that I've made on other people. I hope that something that I've said down the road has helped someone down, like, at, at some point well, in their yeah, life. Yeah. Um, but I, I, don't, I don't know that for sure, for sure, that something that I've said has made a change. That being said, there's been multiple times where I'm sitting in, in my bed and I'll think of a friend or an acquaintance or just someone that passed me by and that said something and that literally changed my frame of thought in like in, regarding that topic. Um, the best example that I can think of is, I don't want to use his name. I think he'd be fine with it. Someone that we both know, but I won't use his name. Um, I'll just let him know that we talked about it in, in the podcast. Uh, but in our, um, in Devin and I's degree, we had a capstone course. Um, no, it wasn't issues. It was another course. Um, I don't remember. I don't know. It was some oh, course anyway. Sure. So it was, it was about some course. And then these guys did a, an assignment about I think stress and stress management and how it affects mental health. And the guy was like, just like off script was just like, you need to be able to perform certain tasks, both when you're like very busy, like you need to be taking care of yourself when you're very busy, but you also need to take just as much care of yourself when you have free time. Yeah. I.e. like when you're busy, like, yeah, you got to stay on top of it. You got to make sure you're healthy physically, mentally, yada, yada, yada. But when you're, you, when you slow down, you have not as much to do. I think it's easy for people to kind of forego some of those other things that they need to maintain to like be in a good state. Yeah. So he was just getting it like stay consistent all year round, all the time, no matter what. And it was such a simple, simple thing to say. And it made complete sense. And I don't think it was like poetic in the sense that like he came up with it yeah. but just the way he said it in that context since then and that was like probably like three years ago four years ago now i still to this day like i think about that i'm like fuck like i know i'm busy right now but i still gotta t- stay on on top of my shit yeah and um given that you didn't give a name that person probably never fucking thinks about that how they said that ever again 
they probably said it and they were like yeah that was dope for the presentation thought about it for like maybe an hour after and, and it was just fucking gone, gone. right yeah so and that person has no idea unless you've like verbally said it to them that they've impacted you like that deeply i i've definitely i talked so i talked to the person after the presentation and just said like hey you fucking crush you kind of thing yeah. um i really like some of the points you made and how you made it but i don't think i've ever gone back to him and really told him like hey like this is this fucking like i still think about this shit today yeah because i mean like how how frequently do you do that i think we no. should do that more because that would I, I think that would help yeah i think we need to i think we need to normalize that because then it you know it, it not only makes them feel better but it kind of creates a, a better bond between people and a better understanding that anything you say yeah can negatively impact or positively impact somebody for years oh, for so their lives yeah. yeah you don't know what uh what you're gonna do that changes somebody's life yeah. for better or worse you know yeah. um question for you i know i know personally for me high school was a big moment in my life uh specifically like 11 and 12 just because i got really close to certain teachers mm -hmm. and a lot of them said things to me um or provided me with analytical or anecdotal um examples from their own life to sort of teach me a lesson to to show me the way in a sense like sure. to yeah to teach me yeah. some some life lessons um that have greatly impacted me from coaches to teachers do you feel like there was a specific person when you were in high school that kind of guided you in that sense or that impacts you today based on words they said, you know, however long ago? I can tell you one that's a negative impact. A well, negative not, impact? Not even really negative. It was just fucking annoying. Yeah. Uh, so in Calgary and Alberta, I guess. I don't know what the other provinces are like in terms of sciences. Okay. So here you have to take three sciences to finish your high school diploma. So everybody starts out with science 10. You don't have to. I didn't. Yeah, but three, I mean, three sciences in, as in, you, like, you do science 10, 20, and 30. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. you do, would do one. Over the three years. Yeah, yeah so yeah. over the three years. Yeah. But so I did science 10. Yeah. Then I went into bio and chemistry. Okay. For both 11 and 12, so 20 and 30. Yeah. Um, but I had, I had two spares left in my last semester of grade 12. Okay. And I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to take science 30 to get a better mark i literally did the same thing yeah, yeah. i was like oh, fuck it. i'm just gonna take science 30 to get a better mark so i can get better um university applications in mm -hmm. and so i did and i mean i had already finished bio 30 and chem 30 mm -hmm. so really the only thing i didn't know was physics and physics and science 30 was a fucking joke like it was literally just basic science 30 is like science all for of, grade six kids, all of man. it was it's, fucking basic yeah. as shit yeah it was really easy um but so i didn't go like to I, class i fucking hated going to that class yeah because it was also my last period on a day where i could leave at lunch and just go home oh yeah so you said fuck it so yeah. i mean yeah i said fuck it a lot of the time and i was getting like a 96 in the class yeah so it really didn't fucking matter but the fucking teacher called me up and he was like you need to start coming to class more he's like you've been <laughs> you've been absent 15 times already this semester fuck me and I was like, okay. And he was like, yeah, if you, if you miss too many more classes, like I'm going to fail you. And I'm like, dog, really? Like I'm you have the highest mark in the class and you're trying to fail me out here. Yeah. And he fucking like, and I was the one person that like, you would always ask a question and then I'd wait a second to see if anybody else would answer. And I'd be like, and I would answer it for him because they were fucking easy. Yeah. But like nobody wanted to answer questions anyway, but I would just do it because you know, it's better than sitting there in silence for three minutes waiting for somebody to answer it, you know? Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, it really fucking pissed me off because it's like, dude, I would understand if I was doing bad in the class mm-hmm. or if I was even just not doing like as good as I could have been. Yeah. I had a fucking 96. Yeah. I did <laughs> I did bomb the diploma though. It brought me down to like an 89 or some shit. But I mean, whatever, dude. But whatever. I yeah. didn't give a shit. It was just so fucking annoying. And that stuck with me like literally all the time when people ask me like about high school. That's like the first thing that pops into my head, how he was being such a little bitch about me not coming to class. And I understand it's his job and he wants me to come to class. And like high school is very different than university. Like you're supposed to be there. Yeah, they're still holding your hands a little bit. But like, come on. Did do you feel like in terms of impact, do you feel like that impacted you in how you looked at other instructors like throughout high school or university or did you kind of assume no it really so it doesn't it doesn't take that deep of an impact it's very surface level it's okay. more so just like whenever i think about high school in my science class i'm like fuck that guy that's the, that's what you think that's about. what i think about i'm like fuck that guy yeah. but i mean i had tons of positives but the positives are not as fun to talk about because like you know i had my coaches and shit they always had super inspired and shit they helped push me you know sports are a whole different kind of field of yeah of and they, they build a lot of characteristics and yeah. stuff and you know teach you how to be a good person and whatnot but that's not as fun as it's not it's not as fun i the i would negative s- ones no the negative ones are definitely more fun to talk about because you just bash you <laughs> bash whoever you're talking about um i had an experience i two specific high school experiences but um the first one just really briefly again i won't say his name but he was a phys ed teacher and everyone fucking hated this dude man like 80 percent of the kids that took the class with him absolutely hated him and Hmm. the way it worked for us is that in grade 10 you just got assigned to a phys ed teacher and you just stuck with that person grade 11 you yeah yeah you had the choice after grade 10 right yeah grade 11 like you just fucking signed up for modules and whoever was teaching the module you would go with for a few weeks or whatever grade 12 was again it was just one person but we got to do whatever we wanted anyways doesn't matter um this guy people hated because he was so i guess quote-unquote strict sure um he was very traditionally like kind of kind of like a coach would be but these aren't kids that wanted to play sports so they didn't really understand the strictness in my opinion yeah where it was like hey if i tell you to run two laps before we start whatever you fucking run two laps and you're not you don't you're not just there you're fucking present you run the two laps the best that you can and then you can then we can play your game and then when we're playing whatever module it was, right? Let's say it's tennis. If it's fucking tennis and we're do the warm up the way that I'm telling you to do the warm up, don't fuck around. Yeah. And then we'll have a good time. But he was also the guy that was like, Hey, I bet like if you do this and I'll buy you a fucking pizza or something like that. Like he, he yeah. would, he would like, he would kind of bargain with us a little bit. Um, in my opinion, I loved him. I love structure though. And I feel like that was part of it. My oh, fiance weird, weird. hated him. My oh, really? fiance hated him to this day. I've talked to, I've, I've been talking to her um, about <laughs> huh. the, specifically this guy lately. He's been coming up a lot, and she fucking hated him because he didn't love her. And in my opinion, I'm always like, yeah, because he only liked people that, that were went 110. That went 110, and like I was a goof. Don't get me wrong, I was still a goof. I still had a good time. But if he fucking said to do something, I yeah. did it. Yeah. And on top of that, he really like instilled the idea of like, you only have so many years might as well be as healthy as possible when you can. And yeah. he was trying to teach us lessons that we, we were 
we were still too young to learn. Too I think. young to want to comprehend. Um, yeah, but now I look back at that shit, man, and I'm like, yeah, he was trying to teach us discipline, and now I understand why that's important. Because if you don't have an inkling of discipline, oh, you get fucked. You get fucked, and yeah, I'm not necessarily. Yeah, I'm not saying like fucking wake up at four o'clock every morning and go to the gym. I'm not necessarily saying that discipline, but even like going to work every day and not being a fucking delinquent, you know, doing yeah, basic yeah. things. Yeah. So, yeah. Or calling in sick when you're just fucking hungry yeah, and shit. Just yeah, just fucking do what you need to do and then be happy. I th- and I think that was his sort of... He was trying to give that yeah, impact. Yeah, yeah. What grade did he teach? He taught grade 10, 11, 12. He taught all oh, the phys ed classes. Yeah, okay. uh, he taught me in grade 9, 10, and 11. Because I had... Sorry, high, my high school had grade 9 as well. Your high school had grade 9? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, it the did part. for like four or five years. I think they stopped the program. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, I'm going to bring something up and let me know if it kind of relates. It probably doesn't. But I had... So my home teacher was also my DB coach. Okay. So my defensive back coach. And he was also a gym teacher, of course, as all coaches are pretty much. Yeah. Um, but he did only or he tried to do only grade 10 gym okay or phys ed he would actually he would actually throw me right now if i called it gym all of my yeah same (laughs) they're they're always like coach it's not fucking gym it's phys ed and that's fair yeah yeah my teacher would always be like you can't teach a room no that's fair yeah you can't you can't fucking teach a room so anyway phys ed yeah uh he would always do grade 10 and and his reasoning was because grade 10 everybody has to do it so his goal was to go into grade the grade 10 classes and make it as enjoyable and as, you know, overall a good time as possible so that people that would, you know, not necessarily continue on would be like, yeah, maybe I will continue on because it was such a good time in grade yeah. 10. Because a lot of people drop, drop the off. the fuck out, yeah. Yeah, and I don't blame them either because, like, if you're not a sporty person or you don't fucking like that shit, it's, it's ass. It would yeah. be like them forcing me to take, like, band or some shit. I'd be like, this fucking sucks. Yeah, dude, coming from a guy that was forced to take band for nine years, it fucking sucked. Oh, God, yeah. 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 But so anyway, I was, gonna, I was bringing that up as in, like, did he, you know, tailor his teaching style for grade 10 or was he always, like, super rigid and just didn't really... Yeah, that's a good point. So I, th- I think he was always rigid. And the, the reason why, it, uh, this, was a, this is very interesting. So in, our uni- in, in university, we had two practicum experiences where we had to go to some organization or whatever um, and volunteer. Our first one was like 52 hours. Our second one was like 250 or something like that. Yep. Um, so for my first one, I went to my old high school as and I, and I basically was like an like a assistant teacher or just someone there to help out. Two-year-old teacher? Um, to, to the phys ed department so I, department I, I, they could okay. use me however they want um, but I ended up just spending a lot of time with this specific phys ed teacher and I think it was because as an adult I realized how much I agreed with all his principles and I realized that he applied that shit in the classroom and in the in the back room with all the other teachers like he was that guy sure he he joked around a little bit more behind closed mm-hmm. doors obviously like he's a teacher yeah. so you have there's a yeah. level right but he was just he, he was still that guy and honestly i respect that i fucking have mad respect because he he'll teach you things and if you can't learn it the way he wants you to learn it then you kind of have to go through this process of of failing and then trying again failing and then trying again and the next thing you know you get it yeah and one thing that, that i remember and this is just an example of how how like on it he was i can only imagine like where your phys ed teachers dressed like appropriate like not 
quote unquote appropriately? Like, did they just wear like gym strip to school kind of thing, or did they wear like professional clothing in a sense? So my head coach, yeah, wore literally our football sweat tracksuit, yeah, sweats and sweater every, every day. day, yeah, yeah. And then he would he would have like meetings and or like. Uh, yeah, like meetings or events after yeah. school, and he would come and, and like, he just wear that. And he no, but he would wear his like his dress up would be like a khaki and like a polo shirt. You it's know so I mean? bare minimum. Yeah, yeah. but it, it was like it was such a crazy like change because yeah. he literally only oh, wore yeah. sweats. Yeah. So this specific teacher was saying, look, at the time I was still considering um, teaching myself, so he he was just he was giving me advice based on that. But he said, look at all these people constantly coming to work in like the bare minimum and he said look we teach for zed so we have to be comfortable we have to wear athletic clothing yeah but and he kind of said it in a way which i'm not going to say it in but he was kind of like these other teachers are coming to school every day in sweatpants and t-shirts and they're not only like not only is that not appropriate but you know that's just they're they're disrespecting themselves in a sense because they're not presenting themselves to like the highest level possible yeah sure and i thought about it i'm like yeah this dude would come to school wearing proper like clean like khakis and no no no, no, not like that it was still like athletic stuff but it was like nice athletic stuff like he would come in like tapered lululemon like oh yeah it's like one he was like athleisure right yeah he was athletic but he still looked like clean as fuck right yeah he was also like Probably one of the healthiest teachers I knew. He was freaking dazed and shredded out of his mind. So he took care of himself. But he even like he was more than willing to say, "Yeah, my coworkers dress not the greatest. So like, learn how to like present yourself in public." Yeah. And that I found that very fucking interesting, man. He was he was a truly honest person in the way that he presented himself. So to defend my head coach a little bit yeah, in yeah. terms of like pre- presentation Attire. and stuff, yeah, yeah, is like. Man's worked fucking hard during football season. Like, and I'm not saying I'm saying yeah. like there's a large period of time out of football season that you know he could have yeah. done a little bit better for himself. But and I don't know if this is true, but there was a rumor where he literally stayed at the school all night doing film. I wouldn't be surprised. Coaches are fucking dedicated. Yeah, yeah. and like when when he works out and stuff, because he was actually like low-key jacked but nobody knew it because he was always in his sweatsuit yeah um but he would have to he would work out at five in the morning so that he could finish before all of the football kids came in yeah, yeah. at like six thirty. there you go and it's like holy fuck man do you sleep and like when he when he and the coaches would go and do film and stuff like he would literally like stay at their houses and shit because they would do it all night oh, man. it's fucking insane honestly i love that and i i gotta say like my head like the the head of our physical education department, um, he's still the head. He was the head when I was in grade nine. Yeah, he's the same track pants, track suit. He's the head coach of the track and field program. Crescent has a massive track and field program, and the yeah. reason why they do is because this f- man fucking recruits like every second of the day, track season or not. Yeah. The second track season comes along, same thing that you were saying. He was just like bullseye. Yeah. Um. And. That, that got me thinking to another teacher um, that I had in high school. He taught me math in grade 10. And th- this, this, this is along the topics of dedication. And, like, these teachers are 
actively making the effort to make an impact on us, right? Because yeah. that's that's their job, right? Yeah. So anyway, so he taught me math in grade ten. I was never a huge fan in math. I was uh, of math, just because fucking fuck math. But I, <laughs> okay. I I did I did well. Yeah. Right. Like I still did well. Um. So grade ten, he teaches me the first time ever I liked my math teacher. And there was one other occasion in grade 12. But this is the first time that I actually had respect for my fucking math teacher, right? Unfortunately, the guy's on a one-year contract. So he taught me that year. Super chill guy. And then he, he left. Yeah, he left the school. But I had some troubles in grade 12. Not with necessarily the course content, but I had some other things going on. So I was having troubles sort of... Um, learning like you normally do in school where you have to go to class and you fucking do yeah. a lecture or whatever. Yeah. Um, so even then, two years later, he would meet with me at a coffee shop a couple times a week and tutor me. Oh, really? And nice guy. He was a great guy. And it wasn't, it wasn't for financial gain because he wasn't like, okay, this is how much you owe me every hour. He was always like, look, man, like, what do you what do you think is a good price? Like, what do you what do you want? What do you want to give me? Like, what can you afford? It worked yeah. out because my mom was paying anyways. But yeah. you know, it was nice. And to this day, like, I have him on social media. I try to you know keep up once in a while here and there. Great guy, great impact, taught me a lot. Um, but yeah, man, teachers are fucking nuts. I'm like, I'm just going through a whirlwind of teachers now. But yeah, <laughs> teachers have huge impact on us. Well, yeah, and that's I mean, they're some of them depending on how much they teach you or what they teach you like if you're an elementary kid you're with your teacher more during the day than you're with your parents 99 percent of the time yeah. yeah and it's fucking weird yeah so not only are your parents not really in control of a lot of the things you do if you have a shitty teacher that sucks ass mm-hmm. the kid i worked for he had a terrible grade three like Oh my God. He still talked about it to this day. Talking about like how impacts hold like true, right? Like hold over years and years. He will talk about it probably till he's done schooling. He hated her so much because I think she just called him out a lot, like in the, in the middle of class, but it was like for shit that he like literally physically couldn't do Mm -hmm. or like, you know, like if they were had to write a paragraph or something because his hands aren't as strong as if he was like, you know, fully capable. Mm -hmm. So, it's like oh, I hate that teachers can negatively you? impact us, eh? Yeah, man. So like, literally every every so often he'll make a joke. He'll be like, Haha, "I'm so glad it's not like that." It's not that. Yeah, yeah it's like dude. holy fuck, man. And he literally he blames some of his productivity. He's like, "I feel like I'm not as productive as I could be because I had a sh- such a shitty grade three year, and then I had to rebuild like my motivation and my fucking effort through grade four to and want then to on. Try. Yeah, yeah, and it's like. Fuck, man. Could you imagine that? That's so whack. Dude, I... Okay, so when I was in elementary school, um, my parents had moved me from, like, a like your normal public education program to t- a TLC program. So it was, like, it was supposed to be advanced learning, in a sense. Tender loving care. That's what I always said. <laughs> <laughs> There's another acronym that we used to joke around about, but I'm definitely not saying that on the podcast. But um, I forget. I honestly, I don't... Um, Traditional Learning Center is what it st- stood for. Ah. Uh, but it was, like, some advanced learning program. They basically tried to teach you how to how to study and how to learn. So what that entailed sure. was that we would go home with hours of homework oh, all God, the time. Yeah. As, as, a, as a, you know, 11, 12-year-old kid, I would go home and I had a fuck, fuck load of stuff that I had to do. Sounds like ass already. It sounded like ass. <laughs> that being said, I had good teachers in those, in those programs and I had a, one teacher that was so fucking bad, I won't say her name, <laughs> but she threw a fucking dictionary 
<laughs> at one of my classmates because she didn't think he asked to go to the bathroom. And I know we were kids, so it's a, it's a little bit of he said, she said. But I am fucking certain this kid, <laughs> and I think about it all the time. And he, he put his hand up, and he said, can I go to the bathroom? She said yes. He went. She was go- We were doing our book study for whatever we were reading at the yeah. time. He kind of just walks back in the room, goes into his seat, and she calls him out. She's just like you didn't. You didn't ask me to go, and she. He's just like yeah, yeah, I did. Like I, I asked like right before you started. She's like no, you didn't, and he. She just kept escalating, and then through this fucking dictionary, it wasn't like right God, at him. Man. It was like right by him. But to this day, she <laughs> fucking terrified me, and I was an anxious ass kid. I'm still an anxious ass person, and kind of relating to your story with the kid that you work with, that shit just made me more anxious because I was like, fuck, no, are God. all teachers like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I eventually realized, no. But God, man, there's so many times that she was just a complete and utter bitch. I, like, I, can't, I, can't think, <laughs> I can't think of a nice way to say that. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, that's fucked up. It's crazy even like shit that old, you know? Again, if you if you were to do that, not saying that you're the type of person, but like let's say you did some shit in elementary to like kind of scar somebody like that, you know what I mean? And they still think about it to this day. It's kind of fucking whack, man. It's disgusting, man. I mean, and again, it could be a positive thing. Like, you could have just been a good person, and then it, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, I remember that time when, you know, Kush yeah. helped me out or whatever. Yeah. I, uh, one of my best friends to this day, um, <laughs> I don't know why. It was, it was in grade seven, mm-hmm. and we were fucking, you know, just starting puberty and being all angsty and shit. Yeah, you're being weird. Yeah, being yeah. hella weird. And I don't, I don't remember why. I just remember being on Facebook being on fucking like type into people and shit and i had i yeah i think i had the, the 3gs at the time like an mm-hmm. iphone 3gs anyway i don't know why because he was just trying to be a homie like we were friends like at the time yeah, yeah. but i just kept telling him to fuck off <laughs> you just fucking hated <laughs> this kid <laughs> literally just some for some reason i can't remember for the life of me i was just like i was just telling him to fuck off like yeah. literally literally telling him to fuck off over fucking facebook and his dad found out and so his dad came into like my door like one night and like talked to my mom about it but like to this day he makes jokes about me cyberbullying him in grade seven but i don't remember why i was like that i don't know what could have like brought it up or whatever but and i mean that's an impact because we're still great friends today that's an impact you know that carries over but it doesn't hold any weight Mm -hmm. it's just a night it's just a funny memory yeah but it's like imagine if i was doing that to a kid that i didn't actually know yeah they would hold that to this day and be like that fucking asshole cyberbullied me understand man and bullying sucks fucking big time um i got lucky i don't i don't think i really ever got bullied um in grade nine we had to wear uniforms because it was like the advanced learning program whatever so we had to like show ourselves (laughs) Um, (laughs) on mondays we had to wear uniforms and in high school it was like a full suit um, like dress shoes, dress really? pants, a full suit wow. jacket. Crazy. It was just on Mondays. The rest of the week, we were allowed to wear whatever we wanted. But obviously, because we wore them on Mondays, kids knew that we were in the program. Yeah. But then it was funny because grade ten to twelve, we didn't have to wear anything, and we it's not like we took separate classes. We took the same classes. Yeah. A lot of us were just a little bit of ahead, a little bit ahead because yeah. we started high school a bit earlier. Sure. But um, it was it was the exact same. But anyhow, when I was in grade nine, I remember um, again I won't use names, but I remember this guy who ended up turning into a really good friend later on he was probably in grade 
I think he was in grade 10 or 11 at the time. And he fucking would, like, walk by us when we were in our groups and just try to, like, scare us a little bit. And we were, like, fresh into high school, so yeah, we were a little, yeah. like, an- anxious and nervous and shit. Yeah. Um, and we had fucking uniforms on, so we were targets, right? <laughs> um, yeah. Going to this big high school. And, yeah, all the time, this kid would, like, fucking, like, step up on us. Like, he would get really close to us and kind of, like, um, try to try to get us to, you yeah, know, give him a reaction. A bit, like, yeah. flinch a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I, I just remember hating it. Like I wasn't necessarily like scared or anything just because like he never, you were annoyed. yeah, it never actually, like nothing actually came out yeah. of it. Um, it fucking annoying. but I was just really fucking annoyed. Right. So I'm getting a phone call from someone that I applied to a couple weeks back. I'm gonna let it go to voicemail, <laughs> but it's good to know that employers are looking for you, boy. <laughs> um, anyhow, so I, I, I never really thought about anything. Um, and then in grade 10, he ended up being one of the fucking Chill. closest homies, man. And then we ended up being a part of his crew um, all the way up until grade 12. But how it impacted us po- positively is that even when we were in grade 12, knowing that the new grade nines, like, we could fucking fuck with them a little bit because they're fucking children to us at that point, right? Yeah. We didn't because yeah. we remember how it was for us, right? Yeah. And he doesn't remember to this day that he did it to us, but... Yeah. But you know, because you're, the, you're on the other you. end. I was yeah. on the other end, man. Yeah, I got bullied in grade four. Grade four, hey? That's, that's yeah, a it's long young. ways back. Yeah, it's young. Yeah, I can't remember. There was multiple things that were happening. Um, but the one big one was that I was running in, like, from recess or whatever. Yeah. And the bell, and we have, you know, the tarmac and whatever. So I was running into the doors. Kid shoves me from behind, and I just fucking slide on the tarmac. Oh, so you got physically abused. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's rough. And, like... Oh my god! It, but like it stopped. It stopped in grade four because we got like for that reason we both got sent to the principal's office, and yeah. I had to fucking sit in the principal's office even though I was the one getting fucking bullied, which was absolute bullshit. They handled that terribly. Thinking about it now, but anyway, fast forward to grade ten. This kid was supposed to try out for football, and I had already been playing football for six years at that point. Mm-hmm. So I was so happy. I was literally going to absolutely fucking truck this man. Kill this kid. I was <laughs> yeah. just like, I had so much pent up anger and I was like, I will literally end his life yeah. on the field. And then he never showed up. I was just, so oh, fucking dude. pissed. Do you think he would have gone through with it? Like um, if he did show up, if he did show up to the, to the tryout, do you think he would have like continued to actually play? Yeah. I don't know. He was a soccer kid, so I doubt it. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm sorry. But I, like, I, and I had no idea. Like, they were just reading off the names, like, first day. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. like, trying to take attendance or whatever to see who actually showed up. Because a lot of people sign up, but not everybody shows, shows up. Shows up, for sure, yeah. Um, so I heard his name, and I was like, nice. Where's this kid? I'm going to fucking... Yeah. yeah, then he never showed up, and I was pretty upset yeah. about that. It's insane how people our own age can impact us so heavily. Um, even... At our age, bullying is a little different. I think bullies, bullying is a generic term, right? I think people say bully, and nowadays we think maybe like cyberbullying, um, physical kind of bullying when you're that age. Yeah. But like even now as adults, man, like you can go and work in a certain place or just be a part of something and still get bullied like indirectly. Oh, yeah. And it's fucking oh, yeah. weird. Because like, I'm sorry if there's any high school kids listening to this, but I was always told in high school... Like, hey, you guys are in cliques now, but when you fucking graduate, that won't happen. Graduated, went into university. First year, I purposely tried to, like, not talk to anyone. Didn't work out second year. Next thing you know, we're all in cliques again. 
and then that just stayed. Like I, we had clicks all through university. Um, even if you're just talking about like little groups of people. Um, and then I was like, Hey, like that can't happen in the real world, but it does, but it does. You go to work somewhere and there's a click. And when I'm a part of that click, it's like, okay, how do I make other people outside of that group of people make like feel welcomed? Because I know for sure as fuck, I've been outside of that, especially when I was in like elementary and stuff. There were times that I wasn't always in the click and you kind of like, you're looking at it on the outside and you're like, well, shit. So impact wise, I'm really curious to know, like as adults, like how many, how many of us out there are like, fuck, like I don't want to go work at a certain place because it's a clicky ass environment and it's not welcoming or how that impacts your ability to like, um, be in social environments, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, uh. I agree with your click comment for university because okay. because of, you know, I was there. I saw it. Yeah. I was a witness to it. But I would say I wouldn't say that I was ever a part of a click because I didn't give a fuck. But we had a click at one point, right? Like we had different clicks, right? Yeah, but like here's the thing with me is like I wouldn't consider myself part of those clicks because I, I somehow got fucking like grandfathered into them by knowing somebody in it. It wasn't like it was a natural thing. And it wasn't like a thing where, you know, I'm talking to a ton of them still to this day. like, Or that I was yeah. even close with them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like really the only two people I left university being close to is you and Parker. Yeah. And that's just because of like I don't like even fucking I didn't care to be social in university year one like i don't know how the fuck people like just wanted to talk to me same bro i fucking thought university was gonna be different but like people just straight up wanted to like start talking to me and they're like hey you want to go do stuff and i'm like no not really (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) i don't really want to hang out with you so it's kind of fucking it's kind of weird like i'm not trying to to fucking toot my own horn but i think i'm a very likable person dude i hey look i'm gonna toot the shit out of my own horn I, i i think i am as well i always end up in the click i'm always a part of the click Um, and that's not always a good thing in my opinion, because I'll see, like, sometimes you take a step back from the click and you look at how fucking whack, how fucking whack it is in the sense that like there are people around you in university, for example, in the same program, in the same class is sitting next to you, but you don't talk to anybody because they're not part of that immediate click. And I'm not saying that I didn't talk to those people, but I'm saying like, I understand what it's like being on both sides of it. Yeah. And how honestly it never goes away, man. Like my mom will tell me stories about her office and just like, she won't say it, but like, just like listening to it. I'm like, first of all, y'all still gossiping. Yeah. Like that doesn't go away. That does not, you gossip till you fucking die. (laughs) That does not go away. My dad, when he was in the hotel industry, like peak his career every, every fucking weekend, some, some person, like one of his coworkers would call him and we would joke around because he would just sit in his fucking room, like giddy little schoolgirl talking about gossip and shit. So that, that, that never goes away. But when my mom tells me these stories, you can, you can hear that. Oh, you have a click. Yeah. You just don't know it. See, I, I don't, I still don't think that I was like a part of those clicks because people would come and talk to me and it's nice to have people around, but I was never like, Oh, I really want to like, or like, I want to only talk to these people because one, I didn't talk to anybody fucking anyway. So it's, it's an interesting concept. Like if I was in a class where it wasn't you or Parker pretty much, like I just wouldn't talk to anybody and they would start talking to me. That's the thing. So they would try and bring me into their click and I would talk to them because, you know, social interactions, nice. 
regardless of how much like you hate you people. want it or not yeah yeah, yeah it, it's nice so like going to class and being like yo what's up yeah and just like have a short talk before class starts or whatever is nice but i would never be like outside of that you're not pressured to feel yeah like if i yeah. never fucking talk to them outside of class i'd be like yeah. okay yeah, dude, clicks are clicks are weird, and I think I think you're one of the more pure people out there it, when it comes to like social interactions. Just because you're pretty honest, like if you don't want to fucking talk to someone, you probably you just don't. Um, I I do think a lot more people get like peer pressured into the idea of like, oh hey, like these people are talking to me, so I'm gonna fucking be a part of that. Um, but anyways, getting off the the direct click topic, um, it's crazy how just the people that we associate ourselves every day with can completely like impact us and change us who we are change who we are as people based on like our hobbies our, our likes and dislikes it's nuts and 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 how crazy we can change as people going click to click i'm certain every person has this where their friends they have like different circles of friends and as a result like you're almost different in those circles of friends do you feel like yeah, you have yeah, yeah different personalities no yeah. i'm always the same you're always the same well because yeah. again like i'm not I'm not mirroring the people I'm with. Yeah. I'm just me. And if they talk to me and they're like, yeah, okay. Like he's, he's chill. Yeah. And I'll be like, okay, what's up? But I will never be like, you're not going to change yourself to yeah, be I don't, more I, like, I, other I don't even people. know. I don't even know. Like if I can give an example, you know what I mean? Yeah. The only, the only slight example I could think of was like, but it's not really even an example. It's literally just me partying. Like it's a different person. So like when we went to, when you go when out. I, well, when I went to like 19C parties. Yeah. Like I'd be a fucking party animal. I love that shit. But like then you'd see me at school and I'm not fucking talking to Opposite. anybody, right? Yeah. So it's like, but that's just because I was drunk and like I'm in a party mood. Not because I'm around different people. So I'm like, I want to act differently. Yeah. yeah. And again, I think you're one of those people that like are, you're, you're able to stay true to yourself in a, in a, in a sense. Um, I think a lot of people out there, including me, man, where it's like, I'm I'm in a certain group of people. Let's say that certain group of people. I'm around them because we all like sports, right? So that's all we talk about ever. It's just sports, 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 um, and then other fucking just like fur to boy kind of conversations. That's that's that. And then I have friends from like um, when I back when I used to dance. The conversations were different, right? I even have friends, and you may or may not be able to relate to this based on my based on my my skin color, my race conversations are different very different in high school most of my friends were of a variety of races mm -hmm. white mixed as well in university a there wasn't a whole lot of fucking colored people in our program no, there's actually a lot of white people in our program. mainly all white people um and as a result all my friends were caucasian right i've been living with some of my uh, closest friends from university for over the last year and a half now right all caucasian so i changed completely and it's funny because i noticed this the other day i had a friend um that wanted to visit before he left off he's uh he he um he's a law student in the uk so he was going back to school so he just wanted to link up one more time and this is a good example because i knew this kid like he was one of my close friends in high school and then i knew him in university too yeah but um i remember like we went for a walk and we talked and like my demeanor was different i was like oh fuck i feel like i'm like a whole other person in that I'm almost more like myself. And then I came home and I had to like dial it down a little bit. So it's interesting how like the people around you can kind of impact the way you are immediately, but also just like impact how you are as a person growing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
fuck, I did, I had a fucking thought, but it was like five minutes ago and I can't fucking remember oh, for the life of me. Yeah. But it was really fucking, it was really fucking deep. <laughs> Juicy. <laughs> Just fucking deep, man. He would have been like, yeah, true. They woke. I'm going to have to fucking think about it Keep for thinking about it because I want to hear this woke comment you have. Yeah. Fuck, man. It really pisses me off. I was going to draw a parallel. That The only reason I can remember it is because I was going to say that and I know that's not like in my day-to-day vocabulary, mm-hmm. but it was the best thing to describe what I was going to do. Yeah. But I was going to draw a parallel to something yeah. with what we were talking about, but I can't fucking remember. Yeah, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Sad if it comes days. up, let me know. Yeah. I mean, oh, going all the way back to, you know, impacts, it's so interesting small and large what fucks people up what doesn't fuck people up, what helps people you know and so oh well no this isn't what the point i was going to make but it's another point that i was thinking about earlier was that you know we we have that whole fucking um god what's that fucking word what the capstone class that you had with heather uh issues in physical literacy no with shannon but our capstone course was issues oh issues yeah, yeah. no not issues you're fucking thinking of health and wellness promo. man health, health promotion what? yeah 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 What's the fucking I had word I'm that. looking for? Being like, just, you know. Health and wellness? God damn it. No. <laughs> What's the word? No, just being like very uh, thoughtful. Mindfulness? You. Mindfulness. Holy Dog, fuck, how you gonna man. forget an entire fucking <laughs> unit? <laughs> yeah, well, because I think if you, I was going to say, if you move with more mindfulness, you know, think what you think about what you say. I mean, it's the common, like, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Or, you know, think before you speak shit like that. But if you look at it a bit deeper, you can really use mindfulness to help you either limit those negative impacts that you're leaving on other people because you can't limit them all. At the end of the day, you're going to negatively impact somebody by accident. You know, it might be just who you are that that doesn't buy with somebody and somehow that fucks up. But, I mean, using mindfulness, you can definitely limit those interactions yeah. and, you know, help with the positive ones. Yeah. And I think, so I think what Devin's trying to say, um, I don't, you're, you're not saying, like, obviously, if you're going out and you're fucking just saying racist shit, that's not okay. But no. like <laughs> I didn't but, say that at all. <laughs> no, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't. I'm just, I'm just pulling that based on okay, sure. whatever gaps, right? Sure. So, you're not saying that, but you are saying, like, your personality, the way you speak, may offend other people. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not it's not even necessarily the way I speak or what you say or what I say. It's uh, like it could be your demeanor, it could be your body language. You don't yeah. you don't fucking know. 100%. Like somebody could be overthinking as fuck. You might cross your arms and they're like, "Oh shit, he doesn't want to talk to me." Yeah, body language is fucking huge, man. So, I, yeah. You know, like I'm I'm not one. I'll out myself a little bit here. You out yourself. Right? <laughs> um, <laughs> this is Devin's outing himself. Because I'm not one that's yeah. been very politically correct in my speech. I've been working on it. Okay. Hell, like, you know, times are changing. I'm trying to change too. Good. It's hard. It's very one. hard. It's yeah. very hard. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not saying it in that sense. Like, I'm publicly, I would never say any of that shit anyway. But even in my personal life, when I'm having a private conversation, even in my own fucking head, I try to limit that shit because it's not necessary. But I'm not saying like I would go out and spurt that and, you know, ruin somebody's day like that. But I'm saying, yeah, just the small shit, you know, maybe they're talking, but you're not necessarily like all there. And then you have to go do something. So you just leave. Right. And then they're like, holy fuck, this person hates me. You know, those things aren't necessarily the whole impact, but they could be. 100%. 100%. And I think I think kind of what you moved on to in a sense is how how do you, small things that we do throughout our day 
like create an impact yeah, for others, yeah. right? I mean, we want I want to put a, an emphasis on the smaller things yeah. because those are the things that slip by when you're not thinking about them. To be honest, I think the small things are um are almost more impactful sometimes from sometimes. going on a day-to-day basis in the sense of like if someone if someone or if you accidentally cut someone off and they decide that they want to fucking road rage on you. Oh yeah. And they they flip you the bird and then they come up next to you. Flip somebody um, off the other day. I fuck yeah. Good story. We we uh, Nicole and I were out in Banff. This was years ago. We drove this little. We had this little Kia hatchback back then. We were okay. teeny little boys on the road. <laughs> um, and we were driving back from Banff, and there was this big ass pickup truck, the Alberta way, <laughs> that was kind of like. You know, we were kind of like driving alongside each other the whole way. Like we kind of saw each other on the highway as we were coming back to Calgary. Anyhow, so this person kept going in the left lane, but then they weren't um, speeding up. So people kept overtaking them, including us. So I think if I remember correctly, what happened was we overtook them. But when we overtook them, we took the turn in a little sharp. So we cut them off. We apologized by like waving. Yeah. Right? So we waved and, you know, we, we, we tried to show that we were apologetic. Anyways, these fucking dudes come around us. A man with his wife and his two kids look at us in the eyes. First, they they were saying something. I'm assuming it was just all cussing us. Yeah, out. yeah, just fucking freaking out. They took their fucking steering wheel and tried to shove us off the road, man. So they looked at us and we they went like this. People who can't um, see, I'm just I'm just uh, I'm just <laughs> pretending, like, to, turn per- pretending to turn a wheel right now directly into our lane, and we had to swerve off into the shoulder lane to avoid it. Wow, it's fucking insane. And to this day, it fucking like trips me out. With this Anyone could kids. fuck you up, man. Oh, Anyone yeah. could fuck you yeah, up. Yeah. With your goddamn kids and your wife in the same truck. What if we were like, you know what? You did it to us. Fuck you. We're going to do it to you. Regardless of whether or not we're big or small, there's still two it's cars. Too, it's a collision. Like two vehicles. Yeah, it's a collision. Man. We're going like 110 in a national park where there's mountains and cliffs everywhere. Yeah, that's so fucked up. I right? mean, like... I know what a douche. What a douche, right? And when you take that into an even smaller sense, I'm a huge fan of hey, I let someone into my lane, or somebody let me into the lane. I'll give them a little wave, a little thank you. Someone holds the door open for me. Thanks, thanks for doing. Well, yeah, no shit. But I mean, the wave thing, I think, is an Alberta thing. Is the wave thing an Alberta thing? I think so. Okay. Well, I could be wrong. It could be a Canadian thing, but it's definitely dying. It's a dying breed. It is I a let dying so breed. so many motherfuckers in, and when they don't wave, I'm like, I should have fucking not And that's wave. where I'm getting at, right? <laughs> like, in my mind, I'm like, fuck you. I literally, like, sometimes it's really easy for me to let someone in, but sometimes I go out of my way to let someone in. And if you're, you know, if you're going to fucking go in, just give me a little... I see you, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But yeah, no, same thing goes like if someone opens the door for me or if I, specifically, if I open the door for someone and they can't even like look at me and just give me a little, a, nod. a little yeah, nod, a little yeah. Canadian thank really? you. Really? You've had people yeah. that don't say thank you? Oh yeah. When I was in BC, there's this one older lady, man, and it pissed me off so hard. I fucking opened the door for her and her entire family, but she was the last one to leave. So I kind of like projected onto her and I normally don't say shit because I'm a quiet person. I'm not trying to start anything. Um, but they all went through and I'm just like standing there and I was like, uh, you're welcome. And I looked right <laughs> at her and she was, and she looked back at me and she was like, Oh, Oh, thank you. And I was like, yeah, no worries. And then I like, when we, when we, uh, were leaving this place, we all kind of left in a group, like her group was in ahead of us and we were behind and I kind of like followed closely just to like, I don't know, 
show that I was pissed off. <laughs> um, but she seemed to be fine. I think in my mind, I was like, are these bitches being racist? Or like, like, what, is, like, what are they doing? Um, but stuff like that, man. I hate that. They're the amount of people that like you just do something nice on the side to a stranger and they just, you know, even smile. Fuck that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I've ever had that issue. Like, at least one person from the group says thank you. But most of the time, if it's a group, every single fucking person will say thank you, right? Yeah. And, and it's almost annoying, but it's like, yeah, it's you just want how it this. Is. Yeah. yeah, it's just how it is. Yeah, and it could be a Canadian thing, man. Like, it, it is a Canadian thing to a point. Cause I don't even think Americans hold the door for each other. Dude, when every time I've gone down <laughs> to the States, man, like, I don't remember if anyone's ever held the door open for me but in general like people don't like people don't give each other friendly nods if they make eye contact people don't wave to each other if they make any sort of i can't eye contact or anything i don't fucking do that you 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 just like a random person sitting in a fucking mall no 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 no, no. like uh like what i walk ollie twice a day and i'll be walking there'll be somebody walking on the same sidewalk as me and i look up we make eye contact it's like a you know good morning or a hi or you know what's up um and don't get me wrong everyone wears headphones now right so a lot of the times i'll just smile and they'll smile back but that's enough for me to like acknowledge them um i hate it i hate it fucking 99.9 percent of people will make an acknowledgement but i hate it when that 0.1 percent of person like people you're like in their personal space and you're passing them and you look at them and they make eye contact with you and you're like hey and they just look at you and they keep walking i hate that shit dude that impacts me yeah i mean yeah i but i can understand why they're not that's why you're just saying fucking hi yeah but why would i want to say hi to some random fucker on the street because i could have a fucking knife in my back pocket and now i'm gone literally crazy (laughs) so now i'm really not saying hi to you like why like personally like i i make that awkward smile like i'm like yeah that's fine too but like but i like i don't personally if i could control it i can't fucking control it because it's just like i've done it for so long it's just such a canadian yeah but if i could i fucking wouldn't because I don't think that people that I'm just walking past deserve my smile. They can go fuck themselves, oh man. God. I, I'm not even joking. Like if maybe if they, you know, if it's a if it's a nice thing where we're both like splitting to the sides, you know, trying to keep, especially with COVID and shit, you know, trying to keep our distance, or they walk okay. off the road and stuff. I'll be like, oh yeah, thanks. And like I've had people like you know, I stand off to the side if they've got a baby stroller or whatnot, and they're like, thank you, and I'm like, no problem. That. It's like an interaction, but if it's me and some random fucker and we just walk past each other, I'm not looking up and smiling at him. Fuck no. I don't know. I feel like for me, it's a proximity thing, and I know, like, I know this is very te- like detailed or specific, but if someone's in my immediate like space and we're walking either like opposing directions or the same, and they just kind of come up behind me, it's nice to just like give them a smile or like you said like that weird like awkward smile i like to think that like all men do that specifically but i feel like a lot of people do it um where like you make another you make eye contact with another lad and you just give that like half smile just to like say like hey we made eye contact and i acknowledge you're fucking there (laughs) yeah no they don't they don't deserve my fucking smile hey you know what at the same time i like that because that means that you hold your smile at a higher value I hold mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a scale of who deserves my smile. I mean, yeah, like I said, there's interactions where, you know, we're just being like good people, polite people. So I'll be like, yeah, smile yeah. at them. But if there's nothing that happens, I'm not going to look. I would look that dead mother. That, <laughs> that, that dead motherfucker. <laughs> you killing people that, out there? Yeah. I would look at that motherfucker dead in the eyes and just keep going. Like, why? 
And that's fair. And I actually, I like that you have a slightly different opinion. I think we, we do have relatively similar opinions in a sense, because if we're having an interaction with someone, we'll still make that eye contact or whatever. But I, I do like that we're kind of different because the now what that does is for me and for all the homies out there that are like me, where it's like, where they're a pussy. Yeah, Sorry. basically, <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> where they where they basically like they they like that friendly interaction. Um, it's good to know that, like, just because someone doesn't say what up doesn't mean that you're fucking scum of the earth. Is that really? That's really how you take it? Holy Dog, shit. Dog, literally, like, someone won't say, someone won't wave <laughs> and I'll be like, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've got deeper problems. Dog, I got demons, but. Probably, yeah, no. probably relating back to something that happened in your childhood that you. 100%. <laughs> fucking. Let's uh let's psychology this shit. <laughs> but going back to the initial topic about small impacts, yeah, I think whether it's like interactions with other people in a close proximity or far away or people that you know or don't, I think it's huge, man. Yeah, and it's not even necessarily just small impacts because you'll make impacts on everybody's daily daily life, but it's also those impacts that hold weight and that will stay with a person for years. Again, coming all the way back full circle, like. It's crazy that my sister was not born, but she's trying to beat a record now yeah. that I said before she was born. Yeah. It's fucking insane. It is. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, anyhow, I think that wraps up our conversation. Thank yeah. you very much for listening to the Average Buds podcast. Go hit us up on all of our socials. Uh, that's Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. I think I got them all this yeah. time. Fuck yeah. Um, feel free to hit us up on our social, personal social media as well. I think on the mm. last episode I said don't. I didn't mean that. Do. Go follow us. <laughs> Go check us out. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll catch you guys next time. Peace. See ya.